Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Uh, we are halfway home on a Tuesday. It's Ben and Woods, 97.3. The fan, Paulie and I, live from Fantasy Camp. We are currently drinking from the fire hose, we Ben. Holy cow, fast, dude. Man. I'm watching We've, you because uh, we got our video stream set up, and I see you're doing the show in your underwear for just the second time. <laughs> yeah. I remember that fateful day in the Corona Cave when the Padres yeah. hit Grand Slams four days in a row. And, and, uh, Italian Paul probably doesn't know this story because he came around after that. But uh, the Padres had hit Grand Slams on three straight days, and we were broadcasting from the Corona Cave because of the pandemic. And Wood said, if the Padres hit another Grand Slam tonight, I will do tomorrow's show in nothing but my underwear. And, of course... I did a diaper. No, it was an it adult was a diaper. diaper. That's right. A yep. diaper. They did, and he did the Even entire worse. show freezing cold in nothing but a diaper. And I had to sit next to him the entire time, and now there he yep. is. Uh, in his undies again, doing the show, though he's just put on pants. He's put on baseball pants, and he's putting it on his belt right now. You got Woods now in a full Padres uniform <laughs> broadcasting the show today. Look at that, Ten Woods. He looks sharp. Ten pounds of S in a five-pound sack, uh, You look buddy. better than Bartolo Colon in that thing. Uh, I'll give you that. Again, again thanks for that. <laughs> Holy cow! So we've got—he's a—he's a major leaguer. We've got team <laughs> pictures, but we're on the air for another two hours, and they're rushing these pictures through right now. I mean, it's not like—it's not like we can do anything. Well, later. Loretta's walking by. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Grab the mic. Get on there. Get on there. Just right there. pop on right there. there Mark go. Loretta, everybody. Our other so handsome. Boys. Now Mud was on earlier. He said you're the manager. He's just. Yeah, he's, he's the, bench the coach. Bench coach. That's right. Yep. So low riding mud flaps. Low riding mud flaps. You are our yep. skipper. You drafted us. We Thank did. you for that. We did. We, you guys were high on our list. Expecting a lot from us, I imagine. Correct. It was a two um, for one. We had to, you know, give yeah. up a pick to do that. I know. So. I know. They give up yeah. a pick to get both of us, Benny. Um, so we have team <laughs> pictures. Yeah. Yep. Where's the Where's the fire? <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll just superimpose you guys in there. Don't worry Bill about Johnson, yeah. Tom Seidler. They're screaming at just us. harassing screaming. us every five minutes. Hey, okay. Let's go. Get changed. Let's go. You guys have a job to do. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Ben, I think after we go to break here, when we go to break in like 10 minutes, we have to run outside, take a quick picture, and then we'll be back, okay? I, I'll survive. That's fine. Just go out and take your picture, and when you come back, 
Uh, we'll just have more stories uh, for you to yeah, tell. Yeah, we got Lowe here, so he's yeah, got stories. He's, absolutely. Right. It's it's amazing. Lowe, how you doing? Good to talk to you as always. Benny, likewise. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry about all the rain that we sent your way from here in San Diego. I hope uh, your house survived. I, I sprung a leak. as We've seen uh, Tier 1s have been sending me the pictures of the leaks in their homes because of all the rain we've gotten over the last three days. I saw Mission Valley was a little bit flooded. It's underwater. underwater. San Diego River. <laughs> it's underwater. Incredible. Uh, wow. Riverwalk, uh, Admiral Baker, all the golf courses are pretty much one big water hazard in Mission Valley right now. And right. it's going to take a few days for that water to clear out. It has been a... And then you know what I don't get is that they'll, even though we get all this rain, they'll say, oh, no, this doesn't affect the drought at all. Right, right. <laughs> what? Like what do you we mean? We still need oh. rain. Yeah. Can we put up some catch basins or something? Something, something, man. But, uh, well, I know you're excited about our team that you put together, but you've got to be excited about the team that... That uh, Mr. Seidler and the the crew have have put together, especially this off season, still get that weird feeling that they're not done yet. I don't know why. I just <laughs> until it until opening day gets here, I feel like this uh, is a very fluid fluid roster. I agree totally. I mean, I, I think it would probably you know take place more on the trade sure. side than the free agent side, and you know much of that's done at this point. But yeah, unbelievable. I mean, to have this kind of payroll, to have this kind of investment in the team. I mean, we you guys I think talked about it. We talked to. Some of the minor league guys, the, the Riley Westmans yep. of the world that, that run this minor league system. And, you know, it, it's incredible what they've done to be able to, to build up that system to, to, to allow, the, allow guys to trade. And you've got to fill in. You can't just sign everybody. So yeah. at some point you've got to start you know, bringing guys up through the pipeline. You know what's funny, Mark, and you were a longtime big leaguer, uh, really, really good ball player. In other sports, basketball, football in particular, everybody's got to eat. Right, you got you can't you got three of the best receivers in the world. They need their touches. They need their catches. They want to make sure they get their yards. Baseball's a little different. It is. It's different. It's a team sport, but based on individual achievements. Um, egos certainly do come into play. Uh, even on a, a team that'll win sixty games, you'll still have massive egos in the room. How concerned are you with with that? Because you're going to have Tatis coming back. You're going to have Xander in the room. You got five guys that could all play shortstop at an all-star <laughs> level. Everybody wants to be a shortstop, but how right. how tough is that for for Bob and, and his crew to manage? Do you well, think? I think I think Bob's so good is at, at, at just you know focusing on the team, right? And, and we're here to win a, a World Series. That's that's the bottom line. And I think guys have bought into that, and and they're you know the, the Xander. What I'm hearing about like Xander Bogart's just unselfish guy coming in. He'll play wherever. I, I think he'll start off at shortstop for sure. But I, it just this this team has gotten to the point now with the lead, veteran leadership where it's all about winning and, and guys are going to fill in where, where they think it's best and, and Bob, you know he has the, the the relationship and the respect and the the track record of of you know somebody who's been there done that so I think guys really respect him. You know, it's such an interesting point that that Woods makes because in football you know you've got to run plays that are designed for certain players the quarterback has to decide who to throw it to in basketball someone's got the ball they decide to shoot they decide to pass but in baseball if you're if you're in the lineup you're going to get your opportunities you're going to get your four or five (laughs) abs a game they can't take it away from you you always have that chance day in and day out you kind of know what you're facing each day it's it's totally unique in that respect mark well, and the two guys they brought in to, let's say the, the season starts today, the two guys they brought in to DH, Matt Carpenter and Nelson Cruz, two longtime veterans. I don't see either of those guys in the manager's office. You know, I want no. my ABs. I feel like those guys, 
not that they'd be content to play once a week, but if that's what the role they were required to do, I feel like those are two really good guys to do, and I've heard nothing but great things about, about Matt Carpenter in particular. No question. You want those veteran guys that, that have been there, done that, and, and aren't concerned about you know getting their at-bats because they're, they've made their money. They've, they've made their – you know they've, had, they've been getting their years yeah. in in the league. So they're not concerned about that as much as just, you know, let's, I'm here to win. You know, that's why that's why a guy like Nelson Cruz comes back to to a team like the Padres. He's not going to go sign with, you know, a second tier team just to just to hang on. And I think he's going to be a great mentor to Tatis. Yep. And those guys respect the hell out of him. You know, in Latin America. So that was a great sign. I yeah, I, th- I thought so too. I thought uh, all the moves so far this offseason have been spectacular. <laughs> uh, certainly don't uh, don't expect it to end. No move bigger though than getting a two for one uh, Rindle Woods combo. Absolutely. Uh, here. So <laughs> yep. Uh, winter pictures, like right now, huh? Yeah, I think so. All right. Can you take a 90 second break? Yeah, go ahead. Take Nine, off. Or, yeah, we got well, right, I, 90 seconds. Don't worry, basketball Ben, ben can Aztecs make an loss. appearance. Yeah, I can talk about the Aztecs loss and the Lakers right, splitting that, games the last couple of days. I'll do okay, that. Do you that here. Right, we'll you run, off, you run off. I got some thoughts. Get it Italian out of your falls system. here as well. I'll get it out of my system for a second as they go take their fantasy camp pictures out there in Peoria, Arizona. And then when they come back, uh, I do want to get some stories from uh, they, you know, they had their golf round with Matt Strom. I've told there's a couple of good stories that go along with that, and we do need to talk about the the rumor that popped up in USA Today over the weekend about uh, the Padres being potentially uh, rivaling the Dodgers as major players for Shohei Otani next season. And I'm not can't, sure I can grasp my brain around exactly how you make that work. I mean, can you sign Manny Machado if he opts out? Juan Soto to an extension and find a way to pay Shohei Otani as well. I mean, it's it's kind of brain-blowing, yet every time the Padres sign someone like Xander Bogarts, my brain just explodes again. So, I mean, maybe there is a possibility of doing something crazy in the offseason. Uh, you know, you'll probably still need to add, uh, you know, a designated hitter type. I know you got Matt Carpenter for two years, but Juan, uh, Nelson Cruz is on a one-year deal. You could have Shohei Otani being the DH and then starting for you once a week. That. That certainly wouldn't make the Padres worse, that's for sure. You'll need to replace a couple of pitchers, possibly, uh, that are free agents as well. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up later this hour when Woods and Paul get back from team pictures. I, I will say, of course, as as an Aztecs fan, disappointed in their loss to New Mexico, although I, the sky is not falling. I did get that from a lot of Aztecs fans, like, well, this team, not as good as we thought. Are they even going to make the NCAA tournament? They were never going 18 and 0 in the Mountain West. That was not going to happen. This is a very balanced team conference with a lot of good teams. And you know, the early season the projections I saw were that like 12 and 6 could win the Mountain West. So yes, they're going to lose a game from time to time. It wasn't going to be 18 and 0 and in a straight shot to the NCAA tournament as like a 2 seed at the end of the year. They're going to lose again. I promise you. They're not winning the rest of their Mountain West games. If they win 13 or 14 Mountain West games. They're probably winning that conference. The only part that, you know, hurts is that it was a home loss, and you do want to defend your home court, uh, especially as tough as the road games are in that league. So losing to New Mexico at home on Saturday night hurt a little bit. The way they lost hurt a little bit with uh, just a massive number of missed free throws. They missed 10 free throws and a nine-point loss, uh, including eight by Keyshawn Johnson and Darion Trammell, who just – I uh, didn't have a great shooting night for the Aztecs uh, at all on Saturday. And then you also feel frustrated about losing Nathan Mensah, fouling out with over eight minutes to go. Had three fouls, got called for a ticky-tack reach, and then 
does the old, oh, you know, like looks at the ref like he can't believe you called that, and he gets teed up for his fifth, and he's out of the game for the rest of the game. That That's a huge loss for the Aztecs. He is your defensive centerpiece, Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year, and even if he gets his fourth, Brian Dutcher can pull him out for two or three minutes, and, hey, he knows, okay, i got to be a little care- careful the rest of the way, but he still changes that game. Instead, New Mexico goes on a 12 nothing run right there, and the game is lost at that moment. It was a huge call. It was probably a, a bad call, but you have to keep your composure. You can't risk getting knocked out of the game on a technical foul. So I'll put part of that on the refs, part of that on Nathan Mensa. He's a veteran, fifth-year guy, a senior, probably should know a little bit better, but you're frustrated at the time. And, you know, other guys had said things to the refs and, and didn't get teed up uh, during the game as well. And I know uh, Matt Bradley made that point afterwards as well. Aztecs have two road games this week. That's If you win both of them, great. You're really still ahead of the game. You bounce back with uh, two road wins after a home loss, no problem. Now, if you lose a couple more at Colorado State and Air Force, who are currently in the you know the bottom half of the standings, but also play you know in the mountains of Colorado at thin air, well, then now you start worrying a little bit that the Aztecs uh, you could be in a little bit of trouble. So I think this week, really important for San Diego State. Uh, NBA-wise, I watched the Lakers game last night. Uh, they had lost some close ones. Speaking of complaining about calls, LeBron James not happy with NBA officials and some missed calls and close losses that they had in previous games. Um, they had lost uh, a couple in a row that really went down to the last minute, including a 113-112 loss to the 76ers on Sunday in which uh, LeBron passed 38,000 career points. Uh, but they did bounce back. Blew a 16-point lead. It was all the way down to two and then held on to beat the Rockets 140-132. LeBron is putting that team on his back with Anthony Davis still out. 48 points, a season high. They committed a franchise-low two turnovers. And it's the one thing the one thing the Lakers really can't do is shoot three-pointers. They are, to me, if you watch them like inside the, the three-point line, one of the better offensive teams in the league. Really hard to stop the Lakers, but they just don't make their threes. Now, LeBron made a few yesterday and that ended up being the difference in the game i don't see how you can have playoff success in the nba nowadays without hitting three pointers though you're going to get cold at some point and that's going to be uh the end of your season and i don't see how the lakers fix that uh going into the postseason but they did get that win yesterday all right that's basketball men got it out of my system uh pictures going on right now woods and paul should be back in just a minute so we'll get some more stories and guests from fantasy camp uh when they come back and we come back uh, we'll do all that after a check of traffic. Don't go anywhere. It's Ben Woods on a Tuesday morning here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I was told you earlier a couple of breaking coaching stories in the NFL. Uh, Joe Lombardi, Chargers offensive coordinator, fired, as was quarterbacks coach Shane Day. Uh, if they're looking for a new quarterbacks coach, uh, the one that beat them in Jacksonville is, could be available. Mike McCoy is uh, Trevor Lawrence's quarterbacks coach. I thought that was kind of ironic. And then uh, Jim Schwartz, the former Lions coach, hired as the new defensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns. Although I thought the biggest coaching story of the weekend was uh, Cliff Kingsbury and his one-way ticket to Thailand. Uh, you guys back from pictures yet? Did you see that uh, Cliff Kingsbury story that he the people teams yes, were interested yeah. in him, but he wasn't interested he had bought a one-way ticket to thailand i uh, didn't know if he was ever coming back tell adam klug if he wants to buy me out of the last year of my contract that i will also <laughs> be buying a one-way ticket to thailand and i can call in from time to time ben fritz is here the great ben fritz look at this guy how you looking doing buddy good you are looking sharp hope you got some innings in your arm for this week it is lean padres bullpen coach just a superstar over there he walks up to us and he goes, "You guys beat Strom," and we go, "Yeah, we did. We beat Strom. We, we had a little head-to-head." All right, so Matt, so Matt tell tell me what happened. I was a little if I was jealous of anything. I mean, fantasy <laughs> camp looks great, but a golf match with Matt Strom and his brother over the weekend is probably the thing that I'm most sad about missing. So I know I saw the video, I saw the interview with Matt Strom. I know you won, but there's got to be more to it than just you guys are better golfers than Matt Strom. Well, we, we went out and, and met up with him and his brother, Ben, who is, uh, I think he's 22, 23? 26. Oh, that's 20, 26. <laughs> Almost. So you were an active listener I am. He's a pitcher in, like, the independent leagues. Yep, he's got around. he's got long blonde hair, and you forget, Ben, those guys are from North Dakota, right? So you'd hit a drive and you hear, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> and you'd start dying <laughs> laughing. Like, oh, yeah, guy. <laughs> You hit the F out of that thing, and you're like, holy crap, these are like North Dakota guys. So the bet was if we beat him, he's got a Rock of Ben and Woods shirt uh, in his locker in Philly and leave it hanging in his locker. And he said, all right, deal. And uh, if if they beat us, he was going to send us Philly's gear, and we were going to have to wear that. And, of course, the <laughs> Internet lives forever, and we didn't want to do that. So. Paulie and I had a really comfortable lead on Maddie for a while, and then we were. Got interesting. Paulie and I were counting our money. We were counting our, our chips <laughs> at, at the turn. I mean, we were smoking them. Well, then we tied a hole. Then we tied another one. Then they won that one. So now it's like, oh crap, our lead's cut in half. Then we tied a hole, tied a hole, and then they win the next one. And we're like, oh boy, we are now tied, uh, and we put them away uh, at the end. But it was such a fun day, um, getting to hear some stories and. You know, let's 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 be honest. Confirming some of our suspicions, uh, telling us some things that we had we didn't know. Just a really good dude. A lot of fun. 
He told a Manny story, though, that was my favorite. It was so good. Is this so something good. that you can share? I know some things yeah. are told in confidence and yeah, some this are is, this is open. One, so. This is one I can share, and uh, and I made sure uh, to say, hey, I gotta, I'm going to have to tell the audience that one. He goes, yeah, done. So as you can imagine, on the long cross-country cross flights, some of the boys will sit and bust out a deck of cards and some poker chips, and they'll play some cards. And, uh, you know, in, in the case of when this particular game went down, Manny was at the table, Ian Kinsler was at the table, and they're, they're gambling, playing some poker, having fun. All of a sudden, <laughs> the pot is in the middle, and, and, you know, they place their bets. And I think he said, I don't know what the ante was, but it was like 1800 bucks. okay, for call it four guys, five guys, right? Yeah, big money. And Manny all of a sudden stands up, and he's got to go talk to somebody. And he, Strom was like, bro, I would, I, I, I'm not playing in those games. But Manny taps him on the shoulder and goes, hey, Matty, jump in this hand for me and play it for me. <laughs> and Strom's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. There's eight, 1800 bucks in there just, you know, before anyone has even made a bet. And Kinsler's in, and he throws in a big pot. And then next guy throws in a big pot, and Matty picks up his cards, and he's got it. Like, he, he just, he's, it's almost an unbeatable hand. And he's sitting there, he's like, oh, God, this is Manny's money, though. You never know what can happen in cards. And he goes, hang on, guys, can I go ask Manny? Kinsler stands up. <laughs> Kinsler stands up, grabs him, grabs him around the shirt. He goes, you play this next hand like you're worth 300 effing million dollars. <laughs> and so, so Strom's like, you know what, fine. So he's like, all right, I'll see your... 2000 and raise you 2000 so he goes like balls in on this this hand and he said he's just pouring sweat I mean, it would be it would be hard enough uh, if it's your own money yes it's got to be worse though it's manny's, when it's manny's money it's got to be so, worse so he's sitting there and he's like so I, he goes basically you know by the end of it there's about 4500 bucks in there for maybe four grand and he goes i i win i win it I won the friggin' hand. And he goes, so I'm raking. He goes, it's about half chips and half cash. He goes, so I'm raking it all over towards Manny's side. Manny comes back, taps on the show. He goes, did you win? Strom's like, yeah. He goes, hell yeah, bro. Thanks. You know? <laughs> so Strom's like, no problem, man. See you later. So he goes and sits down, and his back is to Manny's back. And all of a sudden, he feels like something tickling his hair and his ear. And he looks back, and Manny has reached over this big, fat, giant wad of cash and hands it to Strom. <laughs> and he goes, Matt's like, oh, dude, I can't take this. It's no way. He goes, hey, man, you play, you win, it's yours. And Matt's like, cool. And he gave him, like, two grand cash out of the hand, which I thought was just the coolest uh, the coolest thing, you know, affirming what we already know about, about the great Manny Machado. But, uh, yeah. That would not be a pleasurable, pleasurable hand of poker oh my God, by any no. stretch. Man. What's so. great, though, in the baseball circle of life, now, as you said, Matt, Matt's a little more comfortable. He's got yep. a deal that's paying him, what, $7 million a year in Philadelphia for the next couple of years? Yep. Uh, it's not Manny money, but you know he can do something nice for a, a young kid who's kind of coming up, a pitcher maybe, and... You know, just it's that's how it works with those guys, and it's one yeah. of the, it's one of the great things that we don't, as fans, generally get to see behind the scenes. But I know it goes on in those clubhouses, and if you've got the right kind of leaders and the and the right kind of veterans, uh, they foster that next generation and, and kind of pay it forward. Well, it was also cool talking to Matt about you know what it's going to look like for for his squad, who we we know all too well, the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, they went out and they got Soto. They've already got Alvarado. Uh, in the back end of their bullpen, they got Dominguez. They got uh, they got Craig Kimbrell. My God, he goes, he goes. Look, like three weeks ago, I was probably your you know seventh inning guy, going to be getting some holds. He goes, 
I'll be lucky to pitch once a week now. He's like, I'll be like a left-handed mop-up guy. Um, but, you know, we talked about does he want to start? Does he want to relieve? Does he care? And, you know, after 10 years grinding it out in the bigs, he goes, all I want is one thing. I just want to win. So hard not to pull uh, for a guy like Matt Strom. You know, we all will be. And, uh, and of course, he will be rocking a Ben and Wood shirt, so that makes it all the better. But it was just a, it was one of the most fun days I've ever had playing golf for sure. And um, just a gr- couple of great, great dudes. Well, congratulations on your win. Keep in mind the North Dakota golf season is about three days long. So yeah, that's exactly right. I didn't get right. a ton of time to practice growing up, but I'll still take it. Any win for the Ben and Woods program, uh, I'm certainly in favor of. And uh, speaking of poker, I mean, if Manny can do that, can you imagine playing poker with Peter Seidler? I, he does I it. He does it for real on this level that we can't even imagine. And you know, I, I teased it, and we haven't really talked about those Shohei Otani rumors, but that's that's poker on the highest level where you got the rumors out there that you're going to be competing with the Dodgers next year. Whether it's true or not, you know, why not get that? Why not get that out there? Why not you know be involved on every big name? So uh, we'll talk about that. I think Andy Ashby's also stopping by here. Uh, in just a minute, so we'll take a time out. We'll come back more live from Padres Fantasy Camp in Peoria and back here in our San Diego Odyssey studios after this on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, don't forget, download the Odyssey app. Get all the sports, music, news, and podcasts that you want for free on the Odyssey app. Download it today. I think uh, Paulie and Woods setting up a, another guest out there at Fantasy Camp in Peoria, Arizona. All right, uh, pictures have been successfully taken out there, gentlemen. No yes. problems. Yes, and, uh, and we're live. On, we're on the air, right? Yes, we're on we the are, radio. We just finished uh, traffic, and we're live on the air. One of our campers said he came up, and he said, my brother tuned into Ben and Woods. It was dead air, silence on the uh on the on the radio so well maybe we were just having a contemplative moment but we've been oh, okay. on since 6 a.m i don't think we've <laughs> a had moment any of problems. silence yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> like so, that there's one right there maybe that's one. that's what happened silence. uncomfortable silences we are joined by padre's legend and uh master of the the Coors Light, Andy Ashby, has joined us here this morning. Definitely the master of the Coors Light. Morning, buddy. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Why didn't you draft us? 
You know what? I tried to. You guys are like uh, up there in that high quality area. Yeah, so, you God. know, by the time it got to me, you guys were gone. Well, that so. shows you the uh, quality of camper uh, that's out here, <laughs> me and Paulie. And you know what? I really didn't want to put up with you this year. So that's 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 probably the main reason why. <laughs> now you get to put up from uh, across the field. But, I love uh, it. I love it. Good to have you out here, man. Again, this is uh, you've been doing this with us, too. We've been here every every year. It's such a blast. You know what? I love to see everybody come back. You guys, especially, you guys have fun with it. You do your show here. So, um, you know, I was just telling Jesse, um, she's here every year. Yeah. And I said, you know what? You're probably the best player in camp. She's, you're the, you're she the rakes. Only, I know. She rakes. She's got her own. There's one girl here, and she's got her own locker room. It's Bob Melvin's office. And I looked at her, I go, I would trade places with you in one no hot doubt. second. She's got her own shower, the whole thing. No doubt. But, man, when she gets between the lines, she's one of the guys she mashes out there. Flags everything down in the outfield like you got you got a steal. You yeah. got her on your team, you're, you're good. Exactly. She was my number one pick. Well, no, Frankie was my number one pick because Peavy, God bless uh, Jake Peavy, he uh, lost his grandfather yesterday. So uh, prayers go out to Peavy family. But, um yeah, you know what? She, uh, I think she's kind of spoiled, Woodsy. Yeah, think, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah I think she's a little spoiled. star treatment down yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think it's time to start uh, pranking her a little bit. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a, it's a great segue because I wanted to ask you. You guys are full of good stories. Spring training, baseball in general, uh, 162 games. You know, a bunch of spring training, a bunch of off-season workouts. Let's be honest; it can be a bit of a grind, certainly. Mm-hmm. Who were the pranksters? It had to be you. And what were some of the the, the good ones that you did? I did not do anything, Woodsy. Never? Not, no. I was uh, totally serious all the time, um, 24-7, serious as can be. Now, uh, we, we would prank some guys. Um, like what, hot foots? And hot foot. <laughs> stuff like uh, that. You know, I remember in spring uh, when we were with the Dodgers, every time you'd flush the, the uh, toilet, the shower would get hot. So Brownie was in there one time, and I don't know why all stories come back to Kevin Brown, Kevin but Brown, yeah. I love him to death. Um, so he just went, you know, someone flushed the, the uh, toilet, shower got hot, he just uh, went and smashed the toilet. <laughs> he just <laughs> broke the toilet. <laughs> that will not happen again. That will not happen again. Yeah. But no, we would do, you know, we just, I think spring training, there's so many guys there, yeah. but um, not a lot of pranking going on, um, just kind of joke around or whatever early because you're, you have to be on the field so early yeah you know so there wasn't too much going on but we definitely got you know when you had to be serious you we got serious but also we had fun i got a question guys hey ash it's ben back in san diego i uh, tell him that kevin brown story that's not the only thing he destroyed in 1998 if I, my memory serves me right he did damage to Qualcomm Stadium. He did damage to visiting clubhouses. How does that work? Do you get like a bill later from the team, or what? What's the, the deal when you, you out or what? when you like, like destroy something because you're frustrated and mad uh, like he did? They definitely find your name and put um, a bill in your locker. To destroy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I I, uh, I tore up the the uh, visiting not the visiting but like the uh, locker room in L.A. It wasn't the the home. It was like a alternate locker room i kind of snapped out broke some boards and stuff and yeah that cost me about 600 bucks is that right <laughs> yeah and who gives you that bill boach the the uh the traveling team, the, team the team yeah secretary or yeah. whatever about yeah. you owe 600 before you yeah. leave but you know the worst thing if you 
get mad and hurt yourself, that's, that's when Boach comes after you. <laughs> that's that's worse than anything. Yeah. Well, how about that, by the way? You know, your former manager and, and dear friend Bruce Boachy. Back in the game, have you talked to him since? Did you tell him, are you out of your mind? What are you thinking? You know, um, we had a trip. We have a trip every year up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and uh, Boach was there. And I said, what, what are you doing? He's like, Ash, he said, I was coaching T-ball. He said, I was trying to teach these kids how to play baseball. He said, I was done with it. He said, I'm going to go back to the major leagues. I can't, tell, I can't teach um, T-ball. So he's excited. I mean, I'm happy for him. That sure. The, the game needs him. And, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for a better manager than Boach. And do you think, you know, I mean, he knows baseball. Baseball, at the end of the day, it's still going to be baseball. And it's not like he wasn't with a, a pretty forward-thinking organization in the Giants at, his, and at the end of his career. They were. Uh, it's certainly going to be a little bit different for him. But um, how do you think he's going to going to enjoy? I mean, they, they're putting together a pretty good roster for him. You know what? I think he'll do very well. I know that the team, the players, are going to learn so much from Boach because he is a player's manager. Yeah. You know, he knows the game, but he also knows how to massage personalities yeah you know and control all of it so i i look for uh i look for them to have a great year that's awesome ben woods talking awesome. to andy ashby out of fantasy camp in peoria arizona so ash you're managing against woods and paul at some point would you like a scouting report from a neutral observer back here in san diego on how how to best attack those guys yeah you know what i any tips I can get, I'll take. But I was just going to plan on drilling both of them. Okay, That's well, fine. so so with Woods, he loves to go the other way when he's at the plate. So so work him inside, pound yep. him inside. Okay. He'll have trouble Don't turning on the pitch because he likes to go the other way. And then if he's on the mound, you can get inside his head like Trevor Hoffman did at Fantasy oh, Camp a couple so of years funny. ago. Already, yeah, just keep needling him, and he will. <laughs> you can get Woods to spin out in his own head better than anyone else. So just keep that in yeah. mind if you need some uh, some uh, strategies this week. You know what? I already have my team. We're we're doing a like rag cheers. So we we've been practicing that for Woodsy when he pitches. So, so rag on people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very nice well, at hey, all. Hey, it's a tough game out there. <laughs> it is a tough game out there. Did you, when you pitched, did you hear the fans ever? Would it would it ever get to you? You know what I did, and that's when I had bad games because I'm not thinking about executing. Executing. I'm hearing these people out here. Whoever you know? was the worst? Are you kidding me? Philly. Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know what? Funny story. I left the game. In, like, the second inning, of course, because uh, I pitched so well when I was there. So I go into the clubhouse, and after the game's over, the reporter came up, and they said, uh, does the booing and everything bother you? I said, I go home and my kids boo me. I said, do you think the fans are going to bother me? They, they did, though. They did. <laughs> yeah. You just can't let them know. No, because they just it's so irritating. But you know what? I learned to get over that. That was when I was young, you know, rookie, but. The fans in Philly are unbelievable. I mean, oh, yeah. They're good. Yeah. But if you're if you're not good, they're not good. Oh, so <laughs> sounds terrible. So yeah. I would I would not I would not make it. Yeah. I, I would just tell my kids and my ex wife, don't even go to the game. Don't don't even go. <laughs> Because I don't want you to get egged or something. You know, just don't go. So. Uh, it's good stuff. Well, we're uh, obviously always love hanging out with you, being around you. You love the game of baseball still. And you see it in these guys' eyes out here, man. The the wide-eyed, you know, optimism. Everybody wants to play. It's uh, it's pretty special. You know what? It's special for you guys to be here. I, I enjoy it because of what the way you guys come to camp and 
the like you said, the passion that they have. And they're kind of like caged lions right now. Everyone's have, dying. You haven't done anything. Everyone's losing their minds I right now. I talked to someone I forget. He said, I'm really sore today. I said, we didn't even do anything yesterday. <laughs> what are you sore from? Just wait. Just wait. Wait till the first doubleheader gets Sitting passed. on the bench at the moon or something? Come on. <laughs> no, but thank you guys for having me. I love it. It's our pleasure, buddy. Oh, man, yeah. Ashley, yeah, we really appreciate it. I got one more question just because Woods and Paul mentioned that there's a lot of Padres, you know, youngsters who are already there working out. In Arizona, and you know, in the way in the old days, we know that baseball players had to get like second jobs in the off season. It wasn't like that when you pitched. But how is how has off season training changed? I mean, what did you do in the off season compared to what you see uh, pitchers doing now and how they take care of themselves? Well, you know, what's really crazy. They go to that W, you know, that World Baseball, yeah, thing. WBC. They, they, it's almost like they play year round now, right? But uh, when I when after I would get done with the season, I would take like a month off, then I would start lifting, running. And I'd start doing my long toss program, but these guys are constantly going. And uh, but there's so much more out there than there was when when I played. So um, these guys are definitely in shape, but it's like a continuous. I don't think there's any downtime at all. Did you <clears throat> did you ever have a, a camp where you came in and you're like, because I. You know, you do so many shows a year. There's definitely shows, and our audience can attest, where I walk in, I'm like, I probably could have prepared a little bit better yeah. today. Was there ever a camp you're like, I better rev it up in week one, where yeah. I need to get my ass in gear, or they're going to they're gonna get me? Yeah, you know what? You can, because I would come into camp after I worked out right before, probably two weeks prior to coming to spring training, I would try and get up to like 80 pitches. Yeah. And there's days where I'm like, oh, man, my arm doesn't feel very well. Right. I need to get something and, straightened out before I get to camp. And you don't want to you don't yeah. want to throw on a bad arm yeah, until, while you're coming into camp. You yeah. don't want to show up to camp with ice on your shoulder. So you do nothing. You do <laughs> yeah. nothing. Let her rest a little bit. Let her rest. <laughs> so it, it, it's definitely a, a learning process every year before you get to spring training. And it takes a while. you got to know your body and, yeah. and all that, too. And, and But uh, Andy Ashby is here. He is, uh, he is the greatest. And we'll see you on the field, I guess. We were supposed to play you guys today, but that got banged, so we're going to figure out the uh, the new schedule. But you'll see us. You you'll got see it, us man. We love soon. you guys. Love you, buddy. Love you, San Diego. Thank you for everything. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ash. Andy, Andy Ashby, Ashby on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Yeah, I don't think uh, Mark Grant and Mark Loretta, your, your guys' as coaches, are going to have any qualms about blowing out Woodsy's arm over the next few days no. because they, they don't have to worry about your Tommy John surgery later. No, they, don't they don't need to rely on you in the postseason or you know late in September. They can just go for it, just blow you all out this week. Where there's a new rule in place, thank God, that you can only go three innings per game. But, you know, doubleheader, that means I'm throwing six innings. we got a one game today. That means I'm throwing three today, like six tomorrow. Start the first game yep. and then close out the second game. And then, the, as much. and then the third game I'll probably start as well. So, I mean, it's uh, I'm just going to try to throw it down the middle, man. It's uh, I don't think you really need to blow many guys away out here. Just try to throw strikes. But I might even try to get out there. Yeah, you it's go, so Paulie. Tough. It's so tough because I can't. It's not like I throw hard, but I, I can't go out there and not throw as hard as I can. Of course. It's hard to take some off. I mean, that's 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 the nature of a competitor. And if I do that, the elbow will be screaming at me yeah, after about one inning. It's going to be rough. Oh, but I'm that's watching, what those trainers are there for. Yeah, I'm watching uh, Morahone and Baez. They're getting ready to go throw their bullpen yeah, here uh, in about 40 minutes, getting stretched, getting loose. It'll be fun to go watch those guys 
really, really chuck it. So, uh, But, no, Ash is great, man. He, he's leader of the clubhouse in here for sure. You know, uh, he brought up the World Baseball Classic, and I, I, I'm excited about it. I think it's good I for the too. sport. It, I mean, I'm there terrified is, also. There, yeah, there is some – there's, there's got to be some nerves, though, in – teams across baseball and the Padres in particular because they have so many guys who are going to be going out and participating that hey you can't like you said it's hard to to hold back and when you're in on you know in front of the world and you're trying to win for your flag and your country you're going to want to extend yourself a little bit but at the same time it's March it's spring and you can't be expecting these guys to go you know, six, seven innings either. So it's that balance between, hey, it's a game that matters, that there's a lot of pride at stake, but you can't, you just can't blow it out like it's game seven of the World Series either because you're facing, you know, seven months ahead of you of pitching and, you know, hopefully, you know, 180 to 200 innings if you're a starter that are coming out. And you can't, you can't spend all your bullets in the middle of March as much as you'd like to win this tournament. Well, on the record, I am very supportive and happy and excited about the World Baseball Classic. Off the record, I am going to be watching with bated breath. I mean, just as terrified as I've ever been, uh, based on you know the star, the, the the sheer star power of the San Diego Padres that will be representing their respective countries. Ben, you know Juan. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, you Darvish, the list goes on and on and on. Nick Martinez, all of these guys, all of these guys are. <laughs> integral in the uh for the success of this team uh in 2023 so i you know i'm sure aj preller's gonna be white knuckling this thing too everybody it's just gonna be like a uh on a on a plane with one wing right now just hoping that it can land and and that's how i feel uh but it doesn't mean i'm i'm not excited to watch those guys go out and compete because if you watch the last wbc it was electric it was just just electric some of the best baseball you will see and uh, put a lot of guys on the map, to be honest with you. Guys like Seth Lugo, who's also a Padre. I hadn't, didn't really know much about Seth Lugo until I watched him play in the WBC and was just blown away um, by him. And, of course, the great Adam Jones, Robin Manny Machado, all of that is just – those are the kind of things that happen. It's, it, it's so special. It's so much fun. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm nervous as hell about it. Speaking of those big stars, uh, I just saw that Fangraphs has their – uh, over the weekend, did their uh, wins above replacement projections for 2023, and you can you can laugh it off and say no one knows what's going to happen in baseball. There's too much that you can't predict. But I'll tell you what, analytics in really all sports have gotten really good. Yeah, there's there's always surprises and things that you can't anticipate, including injuries. But they have so much data now that that these projections have started getting really good, and the player that they project for the most WAR. Uh, in 2023 with 7.1 is Juan Soto, ahead yep. of Aaron Judge, ahead of Julio Rodriguez, Mookie Betts, Adley Rutschman's in the top five, and then Mike Trout uh, is uh, tied with him as well. But uh, their projections say Juan Soto could be the most uh, productive baseball player in the entire big leagues coming up here in 2023. It's, it's not even a stretch. You know, it's not a, it's not a stretch to make that, that call at all. It's It's – Almost seems like a no-brainer, and uh, really, it's not like a, if everything goes right, right, it's right, a career no, year, go do what you do, and and you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to watching him uh, play this year and, and get out here in spring training here, as we will be in a few weeks. It'll be crazy. We'll be we'll be right back here uh, in just a few short weeks, bringing you guys a ton of coverage uh, on spring training with with the real stars, the real athletes. I mean, not that Heath Bell here isn't a, a, a specimen; he is. But, you know, when, when you see those guys walking in, 
uh, here in a few weeks. It's going to be it's going to be pretty surreal. Well, I'm sorry about all the rain uh, and all the rainouts that have kind of messed up your schedule. I I do think it's supposed to get better here as the week goes on. So I guess if you were going to lose some games, you better early in the week so you still have the the rest of the week to look forward to. As you guys are going all the way through Friday, right? Yeah, it's pretty. It's beautiful outside right now. Um, the rest of the week looks clear, but the fields the fields are just in horrible horrible condition they I mean, so they're soaking wet we and thunderstorms all night look long. you got the best athletes in the world you're not going to put them on wet fields you get all of us turds out here i mean there's going to be a <laughs> lot of die. pulled hammies and things like that so i don't know what their their plan is today but well we're in full uniform and, and ready to go whenever they they call our number what are some of the um like off the field stuff though the activities that you guys do uh, dinners, other stuff that makes fantasy camp so special and memorable. Well, I think the I think one of the coolest things, obviously, is just being in the locker room. Um, being in the locker room, sitting in front of your locker in the same chairs that that all the guys sit in, having your gear in there, and then listening to stories and uh, people tell their stories and funny stories and you know off color stories that you can't really repeat on the the radio. And then tonight we'll take our managers to dinner. Uh, we'll take Mud and Loretta out to dinner, buy them a meal, um, and listen to them. You know, chop it up and. It, I mean, those are the, those are that's the best part. Baseball is such a storytelling sport that you know. Would it be cool as hell to go sit with Michael Jordan and listen to him tell stories? Yeah, absolutely. But that's Michael Jordan. You can get stories from anybody uh, in all the levels of, of baseball, and they're good stories. You know, everybody's seen something that makes that makes no sense whatsoever. And um, it doesn't matter who. It, it really doesn't. Have to doesn't be Ashby, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be Mark Grant, who are just colorful characters. Yeah, I mean, Brett Boone's got stories. Oh, Brian yeah. Lawrence has stories. Arky Sanfranco has stories. Uh, everybody out here can just. Like the baseball Spin stories, yarn, man. it's insane. It's it's such an invaluable part of being out here at Fantasy Camp. Yeah, there's no question. So that's that's obviously cool. But I mean, and again, you know, you, you heard Ashby making fun of it, but being able to go into the uh, the trainer room, the training room, and and you know, lay on the table, have them work on your calves or your back or your arm, then get in the hot tub, the cold tub. It's pretty special. The cafeteria. I mean, yesterday, Ben, for lunch, it was. It was pork tenderloin with rice pilaf. I mean, it was no joke. The The spread out here is, is fantastic. <laughs> so we're uh, obviously very, very happy campers right now. All right, so I've got some exciting news for both of you. A uh, little inside radio moment, but uh, JR, our uh, intrepid engineer, needed to reboot the computer systems, and he said, don't worry, we'll do it right after traffic. We'll have 20 minutes. He can't get it back online, so we can't cool. go to break. We can't That's play really any awesome. music. We can't do anything other than continue to talk until Italian Paul says it's okay to stop doing so. So the good news for the tier You're ones joking. is no, I'm not joking. The good news <laughs> is you get you get unlimited ago. Ben and Woods right now until we figure out a way to change that. So let's uh, let's just move on to our next topic. <laughs> we were now that I'm on the like now that I'm on the spot, I don't know what to say. You know well, what did happen earlier, Ben? We're sitting here uh, in the hallway. We are right across from the Padres clubhouse, and uh, we were out here. I think we we're doing a commercial break. And one of the young prospects that's out here working out comes up to us and goes, "Hey, you guys, the Ben Woods show?" Yeah, he goes, "Oh, I'm, uh, I went to high school with Steve Sugimoto." Oh wow! No yeah, Steve's boy. Small world. Steve's boy Con- Connor. Yeah, and uh, so we took a picture with him, sent it over to Sug. Uh, so what's the deal now? I don't understand. We can't. We can't take a break. Don't worry about trying to figure it out because we are just. 
we're at JR's mercy right now. <laughs> so cool. All right, well, let's, because um, I wanted to get into this story, and we haven't really done so yet, but the, the rumor from the USA Today, Bob Nightingale reported, and it was like 5,000 words into a 6,000-word piece, that uh, the offseason, everyone seems to understand that the Dodgers kind of holding back this year because they want to go after Shohei Otani next season in the offseason. But what surprised everybody was that when, you know, Bob Nightingale says, but the big competition for Shohei Otani and the Dodgers, well, looks like it's going to be the San Diego Padres. That, And I don't know who made it known where that, you know, information leaked out of the Padres front office or somewhere else, but that the Padres are going to be players in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes next year, uh, sweepstakes that some people say are going to take half a billion dollars, $500 million potentially, to sign Shohei Otani to a free agent contract. Yeah, I mean, Paulie and I were talking about it this morning on the drive-in. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to be like a killjoy or anything, but, I mean, I didn't. it didn't do much for me, and I... Not that, I mean, who wouldn't want Shohei, Shohei Otani? That's a no-brainer. It's, but I, I, you're talking about a rumor that may come true in a year, right? Like, and I know it's fodder for us, but I, I, I am feel like there's so much to focus on with the the great great players that we have this year. Um, it's actually like, I, also, I'm considering the source a little bit. Is that just conjecture? Because we all know the Padres were close on him the first time. Um, is that just him, you know, connecting the dots and saying, well, obviously they were, they went so far as to learn Japanese to, to try to woo him. And had we had a DH, he could have been a San Diego. They wanted him last time. Preller will go after anybody. Uh, Obviously let's, let's connect those dots. And, and I mean, yeah, I mean, a a guy of his caliber, holy smoke. Well, there should be 30 teams that are interested in Shohei Otani now. Sure. Yeah. Maybe 25 of them. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 